This is the Dallas Morning News. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's Friday, August 11th. Today's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies in Dallas with highs near 107 and a low of 81. Over the weekend, you can expect more of the same with Saturday's high of 108 likely to break the daily high temperature of 107 set in 2016. Sunday will also be sunny and hot, and the expected high of 107 will more than likely break the daily high record of 105 set back in 1951. Increasing odds for rain and a high temperature back in the double digits are on the horizon at the end of next week. Here are today's headlines. Texas's record-breaking temperatures this summer have caused energy demand to soar. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas has issued a weather watch through the end of today, forecasting hot weather and high energy demand. But the grid has held its end of the bargain. Grid outages happen when there isn't enough energy supply to meet customers' demand. Most of Texas has its own energy grid run by ERCOT, meaning the state needs to generate most of its energy for residents to keep their lights on. Texas is home to a diverse portfolio of energy sources, including natural gas, nuclear, wind, and solar. ERCOT has already set several records for peak demand this summer. In other news, not all Dallas elementary schools will have an armed officer by the time classes begin next week, but the district is working to hire more security, says Superintendent Stephanie Elizalde. Elizalde's announcement comes shortly before a new state law kicks in on September 1st that requires armed personnel on every public campus. Elizalde will ask the school board to approve an alternate plan when the trustees meet later this month. The proposal involves increasing patrols around elementary schools, upping recruitment efforts for Dallas ISD's own police force, and hiring commissioned security officers. These people would be empowered to respond to emergencies but would not have arrest powers. It's just not possible to onboard enough licensed peace officers to fill every campus vacancy, Ellis Alday said. Other nearby school districts are also rushing to hire staff to comply with the new state law, and several municipal police forces, including the city of Dallas, are already short-staffed. Up next... Texas hit back against the Justice Department effort to remove its 1,000-foot buoy barrier from the Rio Grande by arguing the federal government only has jurisdiction over navigable waters, and that spot near Eagle Pass is not. The latest filing also acknowledges for the first time that the barrier includes a two-foot anti-dive net below the surface, bolstering the contention by critics that it's designed to trap migrants who cross into the United States illegally. In Congress, 14 Texas Republicans urged colleagues Thursday to defund the Department of Homeland Security, which includes the Border Patrol, Secret Service, and Coast Guard, on grounds the agency tasked with securing the border has not done a good enough job. Many of the same lawmakers filed a friend-of-the-court brief Wednesday that pressed the same point the state makes in its new filing in Austin Federal Court, 
that the 1899 federal law that bans unauthorized construction in a river only applies if the river is wide and deep enough for shipping. Besides, the state argued, Texas has a sovereign right to defend itself against invasion by transnational cartels like the one occurring here. Many migrants cross between those ports because, once on U.S. soil, they can turn themselves in and make an asylum claim. At the bridges, they are turned away before crossing the border unless they have an appointment, which are hard to snag. And with the U.S. inflation rate finally on the downslide from its June 2022 peak of about 9% to a two-year low of 3%, prices are still high, so financial recovery could take time for some. Residents in Plano are feeling the squeeze more than any other city in the nation, according to personal finance website Smart Asset, which put the Collin County city at number one for the biggest increase in the cost of living. Ray Merrick, public relations manager for Smart Asset, said the Council for Community and Economic Research, which put the data set together, used a weighted index rather than one specific price to display the average national cost of living. For Plano, which has a first quarter 2023 score of 122, the cost of living is 22% higher than the U.S. average. Dallas had a first quarter score of 103, so Dallas has a cost of living that is 3% higher than the national average. No other city made the top 10. Waco tied with Finley, Ohio for 15th. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit dallasnews.com. I'm Steve White. Have a great weekend, stay safe, and stay hydrated. And I'll see you back here on Monday. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.